holidays. They're filled with ho-hos and hummus. Really not so much on the hummus end, although I love hummus. But next to decorated holiday ho-hos or holiday cookies, the hummus definitely loses out. What does your holiday diet look like? And how does your holiday eating habits affect your mental health? Hello, hello. I'm Old Lady Dodge, and this is Unstruggling Podcast. If you're anything like me, it's a struggle getting through the holiday season and trying to be disciplined when it comes to not overindulging. Do you struggle to find a stretch of time anywhere in the year to stay on track with eating healthy and exercising? To me, it seems like one holiday runs into the next or social events go back to back. And don't even get me started on treats in the workplace. There's always donuts, coffee cake, cookies, candy, and they're all right next to the coffee machine. We all know it's better for your mental health and physical health to eat healthy and exercise, but I'm not good at it. You know, I'm, I'm fessing up here. I stink at it. Consistency is key. And starting and sticking to new habits is a really good thing. If you're struggling with your eating during the holidays, I have some tips that will help with your mental health. And when I say that it'll help with your mental health, what I mean is if you give it a try and it works, you're going to feel so good and it's going to give you a lift and that will help your mental health. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is slowing down. The food's not going anywhere, and there's always usually so many leftovers during the holidays. No need to fill up your plate so full. Take smaller portions. I'm really good at social events or parties where there's a lot of friends and people. I don't want to look like porky pig, so my plate is not overflowing. I take little bits, and I always go back and get seconds. But when I'm with my family at the table, we're ridiculous, all of us, how much we put on our plates and how fast we eat. It might help you to drink a big glass of water before you start to eat. Personally, I think having a hot cup of soup before starting in on your meal really works better. Could someone please tell me, is there such a thing as a good holiday soup? Does anyone make soup for the holidays as part of their holiday meal? I don't know of anyone. And if you know of someone who makes a real good holiday soup or you have a recipe for one, pass it along right here at reachout at unstrugglingpodcast.com. I have to say, I do make a great bean and hands ham. I have tried to do this two times and gone back to try to edit it, so I'm just going to say it this time right. It's not a hand soup. I make a great bean and ham soup after the holidays with the bone from the ham. Yum. Have you ever taken time to rate your hunger before you're sitting down at the table or grabbing a plate full of food? I've never really done that. You know, to some, it's a technique that really works. Now, if you're a 10, I would suggest go back and have two glasses of water before you sit down or a big bowl of soup before you start piling the holiday meal on your plate. Or if you're out and about or, you know, you've got a relish tray on the table, eat lots of healthy hors d'oeuvres before dinner. Usually there's always a veggie tray and a fruit tray. Try naming the texture of your food 
as you're chewing. Now, this one was new for me, but I do know someone that does it, and she said it works. So you kind of recognize what you're chewing on. Is it chewy? What's the texture? Is it crunchy? Is it gooey? If it's gooey, I'm taking a double portion, just saying. How about when you're going to an event or a celebration, bringing something healthy, something you like that will help you stay on track? And I tried this the other day, putting down my fork between bites and counting. It's really hard to do, but it works. I got to like five. I thought, you know, every bite, I'm going to set my fork down and count to 10. And every time I got to like four or five, I had the fork in my hand ready to shovel another bite in. I mean, it automatically happened that way. So that technique will help if you're a stress eater too or a binge eater. It keeps you in the present. It adds mindfulness to your meal. It's a really good habit to start. I would suggest starting with five seconds between bites because 10 seconds is a little bit tougher, at least for me it is. And don't forget, if holiday parties and get-togethers totally stress you out, limit them. Raven has a really good series going on boundaries. I mean, it's fantastic, so you, you really should check that out. Anyway, set up your own boundaries. If they do stress you out, holidays, you know, make sure that you're limiting them, or if you go to them, don't be worried about leaving early. When you've had enough, you've had enough. Let's talk about alcohol. Usually that is a part of every holiday celebration or get-together. I mean, a few people don't have it, but most parties, get-togethers, work parties, anything out there, there is alcohol. Well, try to avoid it or limit it during the holidays. You know, alcohol does make it easier to let down your guard and justify why it's okay to overindulge. It's the holidays. I'll start eating better and start my diet on Monday. I slipped in a link. It's got 10 great mocktail recipes. It's an alternative to try instead of alcohol. There's a lot of calories in some of them, but, you know, you are giving up the alcohol, and they are good. So that's uh, in the show notes. Lastly, keep in mind, none of us are perfect. If you overindulge, don't beat yourself up. Pick yourself up and forgive yourself. Let me know if any of those tips worked for you and, and which ones you like best. And most importantly, remember, there are many people who won't be celebrating the holidays this year because food is, like, too expensive. If you or someone you know needs help getting food, getting food on the table, feedingamerica.org can help great resource. Just put in your zip code and you'll get resources. That's feedingamerica.org. Or you can make a holiday donation to help. I mean, that's always a good thing. But don't feel guilty if you don't have the money to do that. And I talk about feeling guilty, holiday guilt. Uh, it's a couple episodes back and it's a pretty good episode to follow. So have a wonderful holiday. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah and happy Kwanzaa. And to our unstruggling podcast listeners that are spiritual atheists, celebrate each day like it is a holiday, but not the overindulging part. Thanks for hanging around until the very end of this podcast. I'm Old Lady Dodge. This is Unstruggling Podcast. Let's unstruggle together. 